Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It is the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5-1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. We also want to say a big thanks to our title sponsor, of course, the good folks at Mountain America Credit Union. Get 0% interest on all purchases through May of 2020 with the new Mountain America credit card. For details, visit macu.com or call 1-800-748-4302. Gordon, today is a first for me. I don't know if, if if it's a first for you, but today is a first for me. In what way? This is the first show that I've ever done <laughs> from an airport shuttle. <laughs> now, I, in my college job days, I used to drive the airport shuttle. Loved it. It was it was great fun. I never thought I drove the shuttle. Yeah, the yeah. Airport? When I when I worked at uh, when I worked at the hotel. Well, Oh, oh yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, it was great. I did the the front desk, and and then when there were shuttle runs to be made, I, I jumped in the old van and cruised out to the shuttle. It was a great gig. Loved it. Did you meet a lot of interesting people? Oh my gosh, yes. You met people from all over the place. Fascinating, all over the world, really. Yeah, it was it was. All, and you know me, I I'm a conversationalist. It's fun to get to know people. It was were, a great gig. Were you? Uh, did you meet anybody famous? Ah, uh, let's see. I don't, I, don't, I don't know how many people, how many famous people were staying at the place you worked at. Jada Pinkett, Pinkett, Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. yeah. Of, I think that was probably the most famous person. I she stayed at that place? Uh-huh. At the old Hampton Inn. <laughs> okay. Well, that's fine with me. I mean, it was I'm not. A nice, what are you knocking on? That was a nice spot. Okay. Just looking for somewhere comfortable with a good continental breakfast. Anyway, we're here at Diamond Airport <laughs> parking. Why don't you uh, jump in the driver's seat and uh, you know drive us see, around? See this 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 vehicle is significantly bigger than the one that I drove. I'd be <laughs> I would be nervous about driving this thing. Oh, Remember? you can handle this. We're sitting in a bus, folks. That's where we are. We're doing a show from a bus. A diamond parking. It's pretty cool because uh, you know they you get a good look at at. What they're doing around here, and they, listen, they're great. Uh, Gordon, uh, you when you uh, travel to cover a game this this year, you uh, took advantage of the I services did. here at Diamond, and they're they're terrific. Oh and, yeah, and today is great. We've got a great deal to talk about uh, for Thanksgiving travel. A lot of you out there, we know you're making your plans to travel for Thanksgiving. Make Diamond a part of your trip. They're going to make it worth your while. So we'll talk about it. But, of course, I-80 and Redwood Road, we would encourage you to stop by and see us because, uh, Gordon, we have a plethora 
of good jazz gear to give away. In fact, we have an item that I have never seen before, and there's no way that this lasts long. <laughs> that, 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 that item is something that Jake Scott would steal. <laughs> it, I'm, I'm fighting everything in my being from grabbing it right now. Like, I, I'm not even kidding. We have Utah Jazz Slippers. Slippers. I've never seen them in a remote before. They're good looking. What size are those? They're the, the blue and yellow, and they look absolutely comfy. Those are conversation pieces right there. That's exactly what those are. You're not going to wear those around without people asking you. And we, not that you wear your slippers. Although some people wear slippers outside. Oh, I wear slippers everywhere I go. If you if you find me at the grocery store on a Sunday, which is, is usually where I'm at on a Sunday, I'd say there's a good 75% chance I'm wearing slippers. Okay. So we only have two pair, though. So my guess is those don't make it out of the first segment. So I would suggest that you hustle down and get them. They are that cool. I-80 and Redwood Road. We also have jazz shirts. We have jazz beanies. And uh, we just want you to get to know our friends here at Diamond Airport Parking. We have desk ornaments. Uh, what else we got? Ooh, we have a couple of ornaments. It, it, right here on the shuttle, by the way. So if you if you drop by. <laughs> Come on over you to the shuttle. you got to poke your nose into the old shuttle. <laughs> We're right here in the parking lot. And, and we'll give you us. stuff. Uh, absolutely, and of course, I eighty and Redwood Road—they've been here forever. You know where they are. Diamond Airport parking—I've experienced uh, Diamond many, many times, even before they were a client on the station, and they're—they're uh, they're absolutely terrific. And the, the stuff that we have here—the key word is free. That is the key word, free. Isn't that the magic word here in our humble abode? Well, they say nothing in this world is free, Gordon, but except for jazz gear at our remotes. It's absolutely free. <laughs> Come by. All we it. do is say hi to you. You pick it up and you walk out. It's it's all good. It's going to be a good day on the show today, Gordon. We have a lot to get to. Uh, we're going to talk to Christian Cox coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour, the former Ute. We'll ask him about uh, their what he thinks about Utah's playoff chances at this point. Uh, Bowler is going to be on the show in the 5 o'clock hour. I say 5 o'clock hour because we're hoping toward the top of the 5 o'clock hour, but when the Jazz are traveling, Gordon, as you know, sometimes uh, it get, things get uh, delayed and it'll be a little bit later. So sometime in the 5 o'clock hour, we will talk to Craig Bowler, Jack. He's headed north to Minneapolis for a rematch with the Timberwolves coming up tomorrow night. Will you uh, clarify something for me? Yes. Is today International Men's Day? Um, I don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me that it's in November because I know November is uh, National Men's Health Month. Okay. I just Why? wondered. I just saw something and it said International Men's Day, and, and I thought, I didn't know today was International Men's Day. Well, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> what, what's awesome about it? I don't know. It's a nice reminder to get your prostate checked. <laughs> Is that all it's good for, really? I don't know. we got to all be cognizant of our health. Okay. All right. I just wondered if, you know, because we don't, you know, do we get a lot of opportunities to celebrate our manhood? Father's Day. That's <laughs> true. Do yeah, we need but, more? But but some men aren't necessarily fathers. Uh, true, but, you, you know, you're celebrating your father as well, right? Yeah, but... Okay, but that's a different thing. Do you need to be celebrated more than your birthday? Is that something that you, you require? I don't know. I've never thought you know, about it. You know, we all know you have strict, ridiculous rules about birthdays, but you need more than... Celebrating on the day You of need your more birth. than that? Uh, I don't need anything. I just, you know, a lot of times we're kind of... Can I have the violin music, please? 
oftentimes it seems that we're kind of forgotten. Are we? <laughs> Do you feel forgotten? The guy on the radio says, you know, I kind of feel forgotten. No, I'm talking, not talking about myself. I'm talking about men in general. Me, Gordon Monson, the godfather of <laughs> sports talk radio and columnist for the Salt Lake Tribune, I feel forgotten. <laughs> no, I'm not That's talking about... That's a problem for no, you? I'm not talking about me personally. I'm, talking, I'm speaking for all the men out there. Yeah, you know you, who's you, not gotten a fair shake in this world? Men. Men. <laughs> what? Great point, Austin. Uh, and I, you know what? I'm not so sure the men would really like you as their spokesperson. You don't seem like the forgotten male to me. What do you mean? I'm, I'm a guy. I'm a guy. I can't really speak for them. You got to be but, able to close the freezer door for one. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> that would be helpful. It was Maybe mow the, a lawn. It was off the track. <laughs> Maybe, you know, oh, haul man. some mulch into the backyard see, for your wife. See, now here's the thing. Here's the thing you guys are, are missing. In this world of equality, men and women and whatever else, see, I don't assign those kinds of roles. You know, it's just as good for my wife to be out there hauling that mulch around, you know, because she's every bit as capable as I am, and I look at us as being absolutely equal. And so, have at it, honey. Just grab those bags of mulch, 100 pounds each, and haul them out there. Get them, okay, so... And then once you get them there, I'll <laughs> spread them around. <laughs> now, conceptually, I don't, I don't disagree with your point. Except for how many tasks on the other side of the traditional gender roles, you know, and I'm talking, you know, traditional gender roles, how many of those do you do? Uh, well, in my lifetime, I've done many of them. Currently, <laughs> on let's let's call it a well, well, I'll go this far. Let's go a monthly basis. I don't know. You're the one who says that it, that a sandwich tastes better <laughs> if it's made by someone else. That's true, <laughs> but I didn't indicate that it would be a woman. <laughs> I know a guy who's a terrific sandwich maker. So, uh, so all I'm saying is that all the fellas out there, let's unite. But here's the problem with what you're getting at. You know, like when the teacher stands in front of the class and says, okay, I need this table moved. Uh, Billy, Johnny, Stevie, come on over here and move this over. When the teacher should be saying, Sally, Julie, Anna, come on over here and haul this table. Because they can haul it just as uh, well as the, as the as the boys can, and when you teach kids that early on, then they think that they fit into those categories. When I was a kid growing up, they had boys' gyms and they had girls' gyms, and the boys' gym was this big, wonderful space, you know, with all the state-of-the-art equipment and a beautiful big floor and the, the 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 logo on there and the women's gym was like was i, I don't it was it, it was this itty bitty little crappy thing over in a corner somewhere see, see i think i think it's, it's i'm all about equality and if a woman wants to be equal then she can haul the freight too well you know we didn't all grow up in the 40s <laughs> And, uh, yeah. Hey, who's Good. with me on this? Come on now. See, I'm not a misogynist. I'm not a chauvinist. I'm nothing. None of that stuff. 
Um, uh, but but so I'm not. I think I'm the I'm the exact kind of guy that should be leading the charge. That hey, you know, we're all valued too, men and women. But today's not International Women's Day. It's International Men's Day. So I don't want to shy away from that just because we're men. All right, not to distract from your soapbox, but <laughs> the the slippers already gone, gone. already gone. Pair. See, I love our listeners, man. They respond. They're on it. We've we've already had several come in, and the show has been on the air for 10 minutes. So keep that up. I-80 and Redwood Road. The slippers may be gone, but, I mean, we've got tons of other stuff. We're oh, gonna look make, at that. we got all those, and we got all that. We're going to make it worth your while. And, uh, yeah, we just, uh, you know, want to get on your radar, especially with this travel season coming up. Diamond Airport Parking. All right, Austin back at our Vivint Smart Home Arena studios. By the way, big shout-out to Alex, fake Kyle, Lundy, Lumberg. <laughs> for uh, doing some fine work on-site engineering, getting us uh, up and running on the shuttle. So fine work on his part. Uh, Austin back at our Carrier Studios at Vivint Smart Home Arena. Let's get to the split story of the day. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Towns is deep, three, got it. Oh, my goodness. Five feet behind the three-point line. Curl Anthony Towns stares down the basket as Quinn Snyder calls a timeout. And the Jazz are down six. Teague driving, kick to the corner. Three ball from Martin, good. Ball game. Minnesota running away from the Utah Jazz. I think our one-on-one defense, you know, I think uh, the simple things. I mean, obviously, Kyle hit a few threes, but I think... I think those threes were, I mean, it was pretty far behind the line. I mean, we played solid defense on him the whole night. But I think, you know, being able to, all of us, you know, stay in front of a man, uh, building more physical, and then, you know, get those rebounds and, and be able to go is, uh, is big, especially with a stretch five, you know, because I'm, I'm not able to help as much as I usually do. So it's, uh, it's a little different. All right, not a terrific night last night for the Utah Jazz. They fall to the Andrew Wiggins-less Minnesota Timberwolves, 112-102. to And, Gordon, I have dozens of thoughts on this game, uh, positive and negative. So I'm going to leave it to you. What are your initial reactions? And then I'll kind of bounce off well, what why don't you we got. Do, well, let's take turns. Okay. I'll go first. All right, when you shoot 36% from the floor and you go over stretches where you uh, – it doesn't matter how much good defense you play if you can't hit shots. And the Jazz went through a couple of spells where they just couldn't, couldn't, couldn't shoot it effectively at all. You notice toward the end of the first quarter when the Jazz had that lead, and then you know, they missed shots, they missed defensive assignments, they, they uh, turned the ball over, and next thing you know, Minnesota had the lead. And then down the stretch... That 24 to, what was it, 23 to 4 run? I mean, well, you can't win games like that. And the Jazz allowed that to happen. It was not a good night for the Utah Jazz, and Quinn Snyder said as much. So here's my initial take, Gordon. The reason they lost to Memphis wasn't that alarming to me. The reason they lost last night was. So let me, let me explain. Okay. Easy to explain the loss to Memphis. Rudy Gobert, when he was on the floor, his plus-minus was plus uh, was plus 10. Okay. Tony Bradley, who played with the second unit against Memphis as obviously the backup center mm-hmm. uh, in, I believe it was 10 minutes. I'd have to double-check. But his plus-minus was 
minus 11. The Jazz lost by one. Mm-hmm. They don't have their backup center in Ed Davis. The bench is a little bit short, and they really struggle struggle defensively when Rudy Gobert isn't on the floor. Surprise, surprise. Except and, for when Carl Anthony Towns is shooting over him for well, three. Now, here's the problem with last night. Is last night, the bench at the end of the first quarter, that stretch you were talking about, abysmal. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. But the bench at the end of the third quarter really good. They tightened that up. Jeff Green played better. Joe Ingles uh, played a little bit better. Moutier was good. Donovan was good with that lineup. The bench lineup held. In fact, they they built more of a lead when the bench was out there. Here's the alarming part, Gordon, and what you're getting to with the Carl Anthony Towns thing. The starting lineup failed last night, and that's a little bit concerning. The starting lineup had a chance to win the game in the fourth quarter, and they got dominated. Well, when Donovan shoots 5 of 24 from the field, what are you going to do? Right. I agree. But Donovan's picked the be- the the fourth quarter to play well so far this season. Mm-hmm. And and that didn't happen against Minnesota. And I'm not saying that that's going to be a trend, but but that's a problem and not something we've seen this year them get dominated like that in the fourth well, quarter. Let's look at your shooters. Donovan Mitchell as I said, 5 of 24. Boyan Bogdanovich 7 of 17 and he fouled out. Uh Joe Ingles 4 of 12. You can't win. The Jazz can't win like that. They might as well have had last year's lineup, only that would have been better because they could have played better defense and they could have rebounded better with the lineup they had a year ago. Now they have more offensive firepower, and when that doesn't come through, and and if those guys don't do the job they're paid to do, which is make shots, then, then your team is kind of screwed. Now, I know there are other things you can add to that, but 36%, I'm sorry, that's just not good enough. So here's my my second observation that I'm going to get to, and this one is a little bit more minor and long-term, per se, Gordon. Royce O'Neal, shoot more, man. You're shooting the crap out of the ball. And he's, he's playing critical minutes. David Locke had a really interesting uh, uh, stat that he mentioned uh, multiple times on the broadcast last night. Uh, you know where Royce O'Neal ranks in shots per minute played in the NBA? Where? Dead last. Dead last. He takes well, the fewest shots for minutes played in the entire league. But he doesn't view himself as a shooter, I don't think. I don't, he needs to because he's shooting 48.3%. And and granted, if attempts went up, that number is not going to hold at 48.3%. He'd be defended. But that's terrific. That is really, really good. And in that lineup, I can see why Quinn has finished with it at times. In that lineup with with Bogdanovich and Conley and Mitchell and Gobert, there's going to be shots for him because he's the guy you don't guard. Right. So I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him shoot more. And we talk all the time about Joe Ingles shooting more. Uh, that still needs to happen too. And I know he went four of twelve. But Royce O'Neal, for him to only have taken two threes last night, that's what's got to change. His attempts need to go up. Okay. Uh, I can buy into that a little bit. Not a lot. Because if he does shoot more, you're right. Those numbers are going to tumble. He gets a lot of wide-open looks. He does. And he can make them. He's shown that he can make them. All right. What's the matter with Joe? Uh, Am I holding him to too high a standard because he's, you know, he got that $14 million extension and we've watched him play? There are times when he does really smart things and does things that really helps the team, and there are other times when he just looks he looks casual out there. So, I mean, I, 
and I'm going to sound like a broken record on this, but I think on the Joe Ingles show with DJ and PK, he's, I think he's being pretty honest. Uh-huh. He's, he's trying to figure this role out. Where, where can he best affect the game with the bench unit? And, and the bench unit has been inconsistent, to say the least, because there's not as much talent on the bench. So he has to – is he a shot creator? Is he a shot taker? Listen, let me, let me give you an example. So Emmanuel Moutier right now in his game is a one-trick pony. He is going to the basket. And his, his finishing at the basket is even a little bit suspect at times. But he's, he's not there to shoot. He's not taking any mid-range jump shots. He's not doing any of that. He's, he is going his way to the basket every time. So he's a little bit limited right now. But he's, he's playing, and he's, he's playing well at times. So how does Joe figure out how to best highlight Emmanuel Moutier while also you know getting the most out of everybody else? He's, he's the captain of that unit. Okay, all right. That's uh, that's good. And I think Joe's smart enough to figure that out. But how about making your shots? And he he needs to make more of those. There, I mean, there's no doubt about it. But, it, I mean, it gets back to that comfort thing we've been talking about all season. But I, I just And people think may Joe, be tired of that, but it's a thing. Joe should be more comfortable than he is. Okay. In my opinion. Uh, but, you know, I, I players go through these things. But this Jazz team is really playing at a level that is substandard for what they're capable of. And part of it is the process. I get it. I asked uh, Quinn Snyder about that last night for a column I'm writing that will be in in the Tribune later. Uh, But, uh, and he said what I expected him to say. You know, there are so many ups and downs to an NBA season that you can't freak out over uh, low points. But the Jazz have had more than their fair share early on. Even when they have won, they haven't necessarily looked uh, as crisp as we we figure that they can. And uh, I, if I were a betting man, I would bet that the Jazz, as the season progresses, will eliminate some of this stuff. Some of it is a natural progression. But meanwhile, in the West, where it's very, very tight, you are losing games that... That you should win, and in order to put yourself in the best uh, position for playoffs, these last two losses are bad for the Jazz. They're better than both of those teams, and so to lose to them, I talked to Moutier last night, and, and, and I asked him about, about that, and he said, if we want to be great, we have to give a full effort every single night. We're not going to always play our best. But we have to give a full effort. And Quinn Snyder said he liked the way the team competed last night, even though they were off a bit. But it, but Moutier said something else that I thought was really interesting. He said, we got to keep our minds in the game. And I, I thought, okay, that is less excusable to me. Why, isn't, why aren't your minds in the game? And over those stretches we just talked about, it looked like the minds weren't in the game. Yeah. All right, we'll talk about this, obviously, a lot more as the show goes along. But we are live from Diamond Airport Parking. Our good friend Jared jumping on the big show once again. First of all, Jared, it's great to see you. How are things? Thanks for having us, man. Ah, Thank you for coming. Things are going great. Uh, yeah, thanks for taking such great care of our listeners. We get uh, we get feedback that you guys you, you know take great care of them, and we appreciate that. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate the uh the avenue to advertise so <laughs> absolutely and hey gordon uh you you stopped by diamond on the way down to uh to cover a game this year how, was, how was the experience it was just uh, just the way uh, i expected it to be i mean just we drove in 
got picked up. They took the car. We were on our way. And when we came back, the car was sitting there on, warmed up, ready to go. See, and you, you know, Jared, Gordon has high standard. He leaves the life of luxury over here. So He's a know. heavy traveler. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, you'll, you'll do that for anybody, and you do things in, uh, that nobody else uh, around here in the state, entire state, does like the valet. Absolutely. We are the only airport valet available in Salt Lake City, um, in the state of Utah. Um, but, yeah, that's... Uh, You'll take care of it. No problem. Yeah, and you guys, you do it all all day. Now, here's the thing. A lot of our listeners out there are planning on their Thanksgiving travel. I mean, that's uh, you, we were talking off the air, Jared, and you said that the records are going to be set this holiday season, and you guys are rolling out a killer deal at, uh, just to take care of his own listeners. Yeah, the TSA said that this is going to be the heaviest travel season uh, so far uh, in history. Um, for the Thanksgiving special that we have, we're... Uh, through the 20, from the 26th to the 1st, we're offering uh, four days for three days. Uh, so stay four days, get a day for free. Uh, if you want to re- reserve your spots online, you get 15% off as always. Or um, through Friday, Saturday, and Sundays, it is, you'll now pay only $6. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you can save some serious cash by just planning ahead and doing it online. Absolutely. All right. Uh, come check us out. By the way, we've got we've got tons of jazz gear. We've got listeners dropping by. We appreciate everybody's come by uh, so far just off I-80 and Redwood Road. And, and, Jared, you guys have been here forever. Everybody knows where we have. is. <laughs> All right. Come on by and see us. We'll have more next on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Joined now by Frank Dolce. Have to go yes or no. Does Utah get in the playoff? No. Oh, boy. Get off Twitter. (laughs) Utah should have a chance to play in the playoff if they finish up. Sure, we agree. finish up, obviously. But are they going to play in the playoff? I don't think all of the things that have to happen for Utah to get in the playoff are going to happen. And mostly, I think it's that the people who are making the decisions are going to allow Utah to play in the playoff. And it wouldn't reduce the quality or success or acknowledgement of their season one bit. Not at all. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All our best Canadians come from Canada. Canadians come from Canada. All right. It's a total request Tuesday on the big show. We're doing in honor of our friend Austin Horton, best bands from Canada. You can tweet us at Jake Scott zone at Gordon Monson at Austin Horton. Of course we pick the best and uh, play them as our bumper music all throughout the show. It's brought to you by live nation concerts, buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. And you know what, Austin, it's true. All of our best Canadians are from Canada. Yeah, True. stop me when I'm uh, inaccurate, okay? <laughs> that is an accurate, accurate statement. A tad bit redundant, but accurate nonetheless. A tad bit redundant, yes, but 
Anyway, uh, that was Austin uh, was interviewing Greg Rubel earlier on, on Tony and Austin and had that uh, little flub. But, you know, that happens. Greg Rubel, one of, uh, one of our favorite Canadians, in fact, from Canada. See? I didn't, I I'm right again. Play, I didn't know he played for the Canadians. Uh, like the hockey team? Not the Canadians, oh. the Canadians. Oh. And I can see how you could be confused there that uh, yeah. Greg Rubel would be a professional hockey player. Because if he's from Canada, we know he plays hockey. I'm sure, I'm sure he does. But uh, anyway, Total Request Tuesday, your favorite bands from Canada at Austin Horton specifically. All right, Gordon, we've had a day to let the news settle. Kalani Sataki uh, signs a three-year extension with, uh, with BYU. Uh, you and I both uh, have kind of positive thoughts about it. We both like Coach Sataki. I uh, think the program is headed in the right direction. But one thing, you know, now that BYU has invested in his future, I'd really like to see BYU invest in his future and, and invest in the football program, give him the tools that uh, that they need to succeed. We talked a little bit about this with Tanner Mangum yesterday. You know, give him, give him the right of way at the old practice facility. Yeah. Uh, you know, invest in the program. And if, if the schedules these next two years, if they're going to have success, they need all hands on deck. He's the right guy for the job. That's, uh, I mean, that is almost universal. There are some people who disagree, uh, but but many people that you and I know think this is the right move for BYU, and it should help solidify his position in recruiting because players know he's going to be there. And from there, Kalani can use his talents and his charm, his character, to uh, to convince uh, parents to let their kids come play at BYU. Um, but you're right. BYU has to do the other stuff in order to bolster the effort moving forward. I have a column up right now at sltrib.com. Uh, check it out. That's uh, on this very subject. And it <laughs> it's... BYU is just a quirky place. It's a different place. But it doesn't mean they can't attract a certain level of player. And we've seen that through the years. And recently we've seen that. There just haven't been enough of them to for BYU's results to match the expectations that the school and the fans have for it moving forward, especially with the schedules you mentioned. This is difficult. Lavelle's teams would have struggled against these, these kinds of schedules. Even his better teams would have struggled at times. Uh, so, so you need to support Kalani as he moves forward. Is Kalani smart? Check. Is he savvy? Check. Is he on top of uh, what's going on? Check. Only that is something he needed to learn. I, I indicate in the column uh, the interview that we did with him uh, after that bad season at the Cougar Seven, they went four and nine, and he really that really struck him deep, and he th- gave that a lot of thought, and he made some alterations moving forward, including hiring new coaches to better move the thing forward. And I expect BYU to be in good hands, but I don't necessarily expect them to have a winning record next year. Now, here's the other side, and this, this ties into your winning record next year. This is, this is where Kalani's responsibility lies, okay? Because Kurt Heelan came on uh, with Hanson Scotty and, and spit what I thought was, was a little truth. And here's, he's a voice. He lives down in South Florida. He writes for The Athletic, completely independent of everything going on. I thought he was right on the money. Kalani slash BYU, they need to go get better players. 
And I'm not saying that. I'm not trying to to insult what they've got down there. They've got some fine players. But Kalani, if he's going to to you know succeed, he needs better players, and that's he where he's more better players, more comma better players because he needs to go they, get them. Yeah, they've got some. They just need more. And in my opinion, if that means uh, dumbing down some admission standards to get that JC guy that maybe, you know, not your typical BYU student, no, I think that's what you got to go do too. But that's that might be uh, asking a lot. Believe me, this is a discussion that has been had over and over again. Do you know what most of the students at BYU are like now? Nerds? Is is nerd preferable to geek? I think they, they both equally convey your point. Yeah, there's really high standards at BYU I mean, right now. There gotta, is. You've got to have such a good grade. You've got to have, you have like a 30 on your ACT. I think that's the average and like a 3.9 GPA. I mean, it's tough to get in there. It really is. But if you want to play great football, you need to make some exceptions. And I think that has been a back and forth for quite some time. I don't know what Stanford does. I don't know what Vandy does. I, I, I don't know what other schools do. But BYU, it's tough, tough, tough to get in that place. And so if they want to be able to and, – and I know some of the football players aren't exactly at that level uh, academically. But if you strictly enforce that, then BYU is going to get kicked around – for the next 50 years. And here's what, here's what I don't understand about that line of thinking, because not, not just at BYU, it happens at a lot of universities with the, the academics looking at ath- athletics and kind of that, I don't know if you want to call it rivalry or jealousy. Mm-hmm. You know what, it, 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 it happens at a lot of places. But, but look at it this way. One great thing about collegiate athletics, and I realize that you don't val- value a college scholarship at all, but <laughs> one thing is, College sports has turned around a lot of lives. A lot of folks out there who would never have get would never get the opportunity to to go to school at a place like BYU and really establish something special for their life to come can get that opportunity because of sports. And why can't you look at it that way? We're okay. Yeah. You know what? His ACT score was a, was a little bit lower than your traditional BYU student. But maybe here's a guy that can leave an impact on this university and really create a special life for his or, or herself through the medium of athletics. Why, why is that a negative why is that a negative? That seems to me like a huge, huge positive. And you know who talks about this a lot? Coach Mack talks well, about you this have to, a lot. You have, to, you have to discuss this with the people who are in positions of power as far as the administration goes down there. Because they're the ones. You've got, you got some administrators who are absolute nerds, too. Right. And they don't want to give up spots at the university, which are in high demand, to somebody who is not an accomplished student. And actually, that's why people should be so offended by the admission scandal that's going on throughout the country, because that made a mockery of sports where they're selling scholarships. Well, all about the money, man. Yeah, it's a complete, a complete joke, and why not enough people are overreacting about that. Because it should. It should be a pure thing. If you can play a little football, why not have an avenue to, to really benefit your life? I don't get Now, if, if you're so academically challenged, there's no way you're going to make it. Right. You know, maybe maybe that's another thing. But if we're talking about a, a a grad transfer that's missing a couple of math classes, come on. I have Let's talked, get real. I've talked to people who have gone to other schools in the state. I'll just say it that way. 
and have gone to BYU as well. And they say the classes down there on the whole, not in every case, but on the whole, are extremely difficult. And so what do you have to do in order to, to, to make this a successful equation? You have to support those athletes, give them every bit of support. And whether you think that's fair or not, look, these guys are pouring a lot of time into trying to build BYU's football program, trying to do good things for the university, trying to make the university money and to represent well on the field so that, so that the owner of the university gets exposure that they, they want. And so give them some help as far as this. I agree with you. You don't want to bring athletes in who are going to fail. You got, they got to be able to at least uh, hang a little bit. And maybe if they take a little bit of a softer schedule, then they can better their lives like you were talking about as long as they can move on through and stay eligible. So I don't see a downside there because the, the people who are coming in to take those spots at the university – are giving back to the university through their dedication, their hard work, their success. Yep. So bring them in. What's the big deal? Is that that hypocritical? Is that is that not giving certain people a little bit of a break that they can move forward and help you as an institution? Well, there's that attitude out there that, oh, they're getting a free ride and all this stuff. And it, I, I think it's foolish. And, I mean, there are more examples of it, obvious examples of it at Utah um, sometimes than BYU, or at least it's sticking out in my mind. But look at some guys like, look at like Devontae Booker. Look at that dude. I mean, struggled academically. Forged his own transcripts because his academics weren't good enough, which is a questionable moral decision, right? But you take a chance on a guy, you support him. He graduates all Pac-12 uh, academic, all Pac-12, I and, would, and stuck I, around an extra year to graduate. Like that's such a that's such a great story of somebody who needed a second chance and absolutely ran with it. There is no way. This is my opinion. I can't completely back this up. But based on my experience in talking to people who would know, there's no way in hell that guy gets into BYU. Oh, no. Even if he was absolutely committed to following the honor code. Well, how about somebody like uh, Star Lotu Lele? And, and somebody may need to, to correct me on the backstory here. But he was I, originally scheduled, scheduled to go to, go to BYU. BYU. He goes to Snow and gets his academics at least into a place where he can get into Utah. He goes to Utah, and he's a not only a, a model citizen, but really flourishes, right? So, Well, he's uh, had quite a nice run for himself. But listen, you know, some universities are more difficult than others. And if, if somebody, you know, isn't going to make it academically, then you have to consider that. But you also don't need to get in the way on purpose. Yeah, well said. But, you know, how it goes at university. There will always be that conflict. All right, we'll have more coming up. We're going to talk about uh, the Utes uh, as we have Christian Cox coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Their path to the college football playoff, possibly. We'll uh, have a conversation about that coming up on the other side. Don't forget, Bowler joins us in the 5 o'clock hour as well. We are live at Diamond Airport Parking. We're hanging out in the shuttle, Gordon. This is so fun. In fact, I'm, I'm quite comfy. Our, our normal remote chairs are not the comfiest. These? Pretty nice. I'm glad you're comfortable. That's really important to me. I-80 and Redwood Road. Come by and see us. We still have plenty of jazz gear for you, so come out and take advantage. Can I get you a pillow? 
Also, uh, want to remind you to listen tomorrow for your chance to win tickets to the Black Crows. The Black Crows, Chris and Rich Robinson, reunite for a 30-year anniversary celebration of their landmark quintuple platinum album, Shake Your Money Maker, for a 2020 world tour. See them play uh, the album in its entirety, plus all the hits when they come to USANA Amphitheater Tuesday, September 1st. Tickets are on sale now. Purchase your tickets at LiveNation.com. Stay tuned. More Big Show next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Greg Rebell joins us right now. Earlier we were talking about Jim Carrey. Great Canadian. What Canadian (laughs) are you most proud of? in the entertainment world to know that they come from your home. And all our best Canadians come from Canada. So, or best uh, entertainers. No, yeah, no you're right, Canada. Austin. All the best Canadians <laughs> do come from Canada. <laughs> our best That's entertainers. Oh my gosh, I'll never that hear the end of that point. one. <laughs> I'll never hear the end of that one. You can't argue that. You can't argue that. <laughs> right, it, right. Well, I, I, I hate to be cliche, but, you know, the greatest rock and roll musicians of all time. And that's the, the holy triumvirate of Rush. Thanks so much, Greg. We appreciate you. He's a and, Canadian uh, from Canada. All our best Canadians come from Canada. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. So put your hands together and please welcome. This is Utah's best sports radio. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. A little bare naked ladies going out to dawn on a total request Tuesday bands from Canada. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We are live today from Diamond Airport Parking. We're going to talk a little bit more about that coming up momentarily. Want to remind you to visit the Ford Fan Zone on level six where they are, uh, where there is free pop shot games, cornhole and foosball tables. Enjoy incredible city and mountain views while relaxing, enjoying food and drink, taking in the game and socializing with friends. Also, uh, want to remind you that uh, we're going to be live uh, hanging out with our friends at Homey, Gordon, but not at their offices like usual. We're going to be at a house. Oh, are we? Yeah, where we'll invite listeners to come by and see us. 10291 South Chestnut View Court in South Jordan. Uh, we're going to be in an actual house that is listed with Homey. So that's going to be a lot of fun that's coming up on Thursday. So stay tuned for that. Is the fridge filled? Uh, I don't know on that one. You might have to, to call ahead there, Gordon. Okay. Wait, f- filled with what? Fine meats I've, I've, and cheeses? Yeah, I thought maybe a stack of uh, ham sandwiches or, yeah, I don't know, maybe some beverage to chase it all down. Well, get uh, get Johnny on the horn, I don't know, and <laughs> tell him you're coming. <laughs> you're in the mood for a ham sandwich. Uh, Gordon, real quick, and then uh, uh, we're going to get to uh, Christian Cox t- coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10... I used to do this with Tony on a scale of 1 to 1,000. But on a scale of 1 to 10, mm-hmm. where are you on Utah's chances at getting into the college football playoff? About a 2. So about 20%? Somewhere around there. All right. I just don't have faith in that committee that they are going to do the right thing. Because if the Utes, well, I don't know if it's the right thing. I don't know. Who knows? It's a guessing game. I get that. But I think the youths will end up in a really good bowl game, and I'm pulling for the Rose Bowl, but uh, that's just me. 
And uh, this is a team that, if they win out, will be one of, if not the best of all time at the school. So I'm looking forward to that team being rewarded. The way it's playing right now, awesome. I think I'm a little higher than a two, and we'll ask Christian, but not not Christian what he thinks, but not not by a whole lot, maybe two and a half, three. Yeah. Just because I mean the the what's you know the most likely of scenarios is LSU, Ohio State, and Clemson all win out, leaving mm. one spot, right? And so Alabama, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. you know, uh, how does Utah fall amongst those candidates? And I think there is. Not a huge chance, but there's at least a, you know, there's a chance. Hey, hey, we have a listener bringing us beverages. Oh, thank, thank you very you. much. How about that? A little energy <laughs> drink. That'll, that'll help. Hey, thank Thanks. you. Thank give you very man, much. Give the man something. Yeah, hook the man up with a shirt. Very nice. Uh, but, uh, but, Gordon, there's also at least a sizable chance that Georgia beats LSU in the, in the SEC title game, which maybe you don't pick it that way. But there's at least, what, a 40, 45% chance Georgia could win that football and game? And if that happens. Then it's over. Yeah. So I, I, I think your number is not far off. I might go just a tad higher, but not much. Yeah. I, and and that's, that doesn't diminish what the Utes have accomplished this year. I just, they're, the strength of schedule within the Pac-12 just I don't think is highly thought of. All right, we are live at Diamond Airport parking, and our friend Jared joins us once again. And uh, Jared, let's let's kick things off talking about this Thanksgiving deal. But we can we can hit on all sorts of great stuff that you guys you folks do out here at Diamond Airport parking. But I know a lot of our listeners are going to travel around Thanksgiving, and this is a great opportunity for them. It is one of the best things about Diamond Parking is that you can say that you rode on the same shuttle as a world famous Gordon Monson. <laughs> you can. We are wow. sitting right here. Yeah. <laughs> On the shuttle, Gordon. Will you will you leave a sign or something on the seat, Gordon? No, here. I will not do that. We have a plaque uh, but, but, in the office. But but, but, but I will say this: Think about Jake. Think about these very seats. The people who have sat in these seats, all the places in the world they've gone. It's pretty amazing to think about, actually. The last time I was on a diamond a shuttle, uh, the woman who was across from me was talking, and she had a very strong Australian accent, and it sure looked. To me, like she was on her way back to back home. I think that's I like that kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's like a romanticism of it, of it all. Oh, this just, think of the fannies that have sat in this seat and where they've been from. <laughs> well, I, I don't mean quite literally. The look famous at the fannies. fannies. Yeah, the, think of the famous fannies. Because I'm have, not looking at fannies. Oh, but okay, thank you very much, there, Gordon. But yes. You are taking great care of our listeners, I mean, I'm not saying I never look at a fanny, but, you know, I mean. Famous fanny or not famous fanny, you'll you'll, you'll accommodate here at Diamond Airport Park. That's right. Very comfortably. No, you just come in. For me, they parked my car. I jumped on the shuttle, and I was on my way. Fanny in seat and off to the airport. Indeed. Very comfortably so. (laughs) And on time. And on time, which, of course, is the most important. But that's what you guys do. You take care, great care of our listeners out here. Well, thank you. Take the pain out of parking. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we're the only valet in Utah. That's, which is awesome. It is. It, it's really something to hang your hat on. And you do all sorts of services while you're away. If that's something, you know, glass, windshield, or, uh, windshield or, or oil change or any of those. Oil change uh, details. Uh, we'll even... Uh, the headlight restoration. We'll oh, nice. That. 
So yeah. if you come in and you figure out you're, you're, you've got a brake light out or something, which happens to me all the time. Man, that's take care of it. That's really convenient. Yeah, that oh, is yeah. convenient. And and for just for the Thanksgiving holiday, you guys are doing what? Uh, park four days and, and get one free. Yep, that's park four days, get one for free. And if you want to uh, reserve online as well, that's fifteen percent off. Uh, during the the weekend, we're actually dropping the race down to six bucks. Wow! Uh, yeah, blowout. So you're doing all sorts of stuff to take care of our listeners. Uh, so check it out, Diamond Airport Parking. And if you come out and uh, hang out while we're here, jump on the shuttle. We'll hook you up with some great jazz gear as well. Jared, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Christian Cox coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. BYU Director of Athletics Tom Homo announcing a contract extension has been finalized for head coach Kalani Sataki. I'm glad that he's extended. I'm glad that they're showing him some confidence. But for BYU to come get out in front of this and be like, well, we're just showing how much confidence and how much we love this guy and how much we believe that he is. Well, there's some guys back there that they weren't so confident. They didn't have that belief. But Kalani shut their mouth with a couple of big wins over Boise State and Utah State. Got themselves bowl eligible and now we get to see Kalani's guys come off missions we get to see Kalani move forward as a recruiter yep. and I'm excited to see the future of what BYU holds now with Kalani Sataki. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.